Today, we have an epic would-you-rather question that might have a few squirming in their seats. Okay, but more to the point, we're going to tell a story about two lost sons. And you will have an excruciatingly difficult time answering the would-you-rather question. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, but more importantly, we're going to ask you which son you relate to better. All right, well, welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Brayden Pahoich, and beside me is John Draper. And we work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp, which some of you know that. Well, uh, they should know it, they're here. Yes. Well, today is a special presentation, a special episode, uh, because we have a live, a live audience right in front of us. Yes. Have, have we ever had a... Have we ever? Oh, have we ever had an audience that is unalive, uh, as in dead? Well, I mean, most of our audience is alive. I would assume. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Brayden, uh, for those of you who can't see me right now, I'm kind of rolling my eyes, and you're a little bit. My my wife would say, John Drabert, you're exhausting. I get told that a lot, and I could say that about you right now. <laughs> you're exhausting. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we do have people right in front of us, live, in the flesh. Well, it'd be really so odd if they were out of the flesh. Out of the flesh? That's that sounds really, messy. <laughs> that is really messy. Okay, I give up. I'm done. I'm going out. We've derailed before we even begun. I'm, here's the thing, everybody, is I love when I get to derail things, because usually it would be Mr. John Draper over there. Yeah, okay, I'm leaving for real now. Okay, <laughs> don't leave. Come back. Welcome. Uh, you, welcome to all the family campers who are here with us. It is Saturday, July 30th, 2022. We are at Covenant Bay Bible Camp. Mm-hmm. Welcome to uh, the podcast listeners who are listening in the future because they're not listening right now. Yes. And, and thanks for being alive and an audience because, you know, we appreciate both of those things. That yeah. you're alive and you're an audience. Okay, so we have a great story for you today. Um, It is a story that Jesus first told himself. It is found in Luke chapter 11, and it illustrates what we learned during our chapel service last night. Mm -hmm. So yesterday we learned the difference between distance and absence. And absence is the deliberate uh, deliberately disconnecting from a person or group. So our story has an example of one of these. See if you can pick up which one it is. Okay, and in this lesson, in this story, it's it's fundamental because how we understand God is going to determine how we then interact with him. Mm -hmm. So a little background is essential. Jesus was teaching to a group of people, and he was aimed three stories or three parables at some religious teachers and leaders. Yeah. There was also other people in the crowd, and, and there was some people with some really bad reputations, like the tax collectors. Yes. Tax collectors, nobody likes. And in those days... Those I, I only like them if they give me a return. I suppose. <laughs> okay. But in those days, uh, tax collectors were known to maybe take a little bit more than they should, take a little bit more, and then maybe keep a little bit more. Now, how often that happened, uh, I don't know. But they had the reputation of that, and it was, you know, obvious why people didn't like them that much. Yeah. So, if you took my money all the time, I'd have a hard time liking you. 
Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> um, Jesus goes through three stories, and these are called um, parables. Each of these three stories was something or was about something that was lost and then is now found. So in the third story, Jesus, he takes a lot of time. He gives his listeners a little bit of extra detail, some extra explanation. And many of you would know this story as the prodigal son. And today we have decided to title our episode and this story, The Lost Sons. The Lost Sons because there were two brothers and both needed to learn the same important lesson. In the first story out of the three that Jesus talks about, he describes a shepherd going out and finding one lost sheep. And, and it's because that shepherd values that single sheep so much. In the second story, it des- he describes a woman who loses a coin. And this coin means a lot to her because, well, it's money. And so she searches the whole house and finally finds it and then gathers a few friends and they celebrate because she found her coin. I'm going to call you next time I find a penny in the couch. Hmm? I didn't catch that. Oops. I said I'm going to call you the next time I find a penny in the couch. Oh, yes. Then we can spend your penny and celebrate. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so that then brings us to our third story that we are going to share today. Okay, so a man has two sons, and the younger brother was, well, a bit of a rebel. A bit of a rebel. I had a really good video there that had some rebels, but it's not going to play because we don't have internet. (laughs) So cue laughter. Yeah, cue laughter. It was a it was a clip uh, 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 it was a clip of the Jets from West Side Story snapping. If yeah, anyone knows, because they great. look so intimidating. Those guys off West Side Story. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Okay, so fair enough. This guy was more than a rebel. He was he was like straight up mean. He mm. was the boy who confused his parents and probably made them question their effectiveness as parents. If any of you have ever gone through that, um, they really wanted good for him, but he rejected all of that. Hmm. He was a bad influence, and as he got older, that did not change. He liked to party, he drank too much alcohol, he even slept with prostitutes. Okay, so, Braden, you're correct. He was a more than a rebel. Yep. He was, he was a downright nasty dude. Yep. And and any good parent would want much more for their child than, than this guy had turned out so far. Okay, so let me try this again. Okay. A man had two sons. The younger son was more than just a rebel. He was a really bad person. And he was also quite bold. Yeah, he was so bold. I feel like that's a, how bold was he? <laughs> uh, really bold. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Okay, he was, he was so bold um, that he asked for his inheritance early before his dad was dead. So yeah. kids, an inheritance is something that your parents pass on to you once they have died. Yeah, and once he, they've died. And he asked before. Yeah, like he, he asked his dad to his face. Kids don't do that. That's super rude, disrespectful to yeah. old people like 
Braden. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Got the old joke in before you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, first of all, I'm not old. I'm young and hip and spry. Didn't you hurt your back the other day? Yeah, don't ask me to pick anything up heavy. I can't do that. <laughs> um, okay, but to, to get back to it, the, the weird thing is that this son asked for his inheritance really early, and then the dad actually granted that ask. So he gave him his inheritance, even though his son was super disrespectful and he just gave it to him, even though he knew his son's track record of partying and drinking too much and really just not being very responsible at all. Yeah. So it's a great question. What kind of father would, would give the, that inheritance early, right? Mm-hmm. So let's put that question on the shelf because I think we should answer that later. Okay. Um, so after a couple of days passed, and the younger son had his things all packed up. He left home and traveled to this distant land where he began. Where he'd pro- he uh, lived perfectly and happily with God, and he did everything as he should, and okay. it was good. No, no. Uh, that's the exact opposite of what has <laughs> happened. Uh, he wasted, it says he wasted all his money on wild living until it was gone. Hmm. He had nothing left. It was zilch. <laughs> zilch. zilch. You know who says zilch? Old people. Can any old people in here say zilch? Don't put your hand up because you're admitting you're old. (laughs) Wanda, you just put your hand up. (laughs) Okay, so to make things even worse, uh, not only was he completely out of money, but a famine struck uh, the country and he was, people were starving, including this young man. He Mm. had nothing left to buy food or to eat or anything like that. Okay. So after, after begging a farmer to hire him, he was sent to work in the fields feeding pigs. Now he was so hungry that the food he was feeding the pigs looked good enough to eat. That's how hungry he was. Okay. Time out. Yes. This, this is a perfect time for a would-you-rather question. It is a perfect time. So a would-you-rather question, for those of you who don't know, is um, we play this far too much in the office. It's a fun game. <laughs> um, but it's basically John makes you choose between two gross things, and then he never gives an answer. I'll, I'll give an answer this time. <laughs> ah, all right. Okay, so we have a, we have a would-you-rather scenario that we would like to share with you. All right. Uh, okay, so... Here we are. I want you to kind of huddle up, find your family, your friends, people that are around you. We're going to ask yeah. the question. You can, and you can move your chairs at this point if you need to. You've got to huddle up and you have to answer. There's no option. Yeah, you have John, to pick one. there's no option. That's the would you rather rule. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so if you're here at family camp, find your friends. I don't see anyone finding friends. Turn and high five your neighbor so I know and they're in your group. If you're in the vehicle driving, do not huddle up because we want you to be around for a little longer. There we go. All right. People are huddling. People are huddling. And they're huddling. Okay. Okay. You have to answer this question. Okay. Would you rather... Eat the food the pigs ate, which is that stuff, all chopped up and like kind of in a slop. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Or, or, okay, or a thing called milts, milts, which I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but we need to explain both things. Yes, we do. Okay. So, from our research, 
the pods that pigs ate, so that's a pod, they're kind of like a legume, a legume, a, a bean, sort of? A, yeah. I think that's what it would be. Um, they're leathery brown pods that contain brown seeds in a sweet-like pulp. So they'd crush them up and grind them with other seeds, and that would produce the meal for the pig, like this pig. Mm -hmm. See, he looks happy. He loves it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Apparently, this food contained like 40 to 45% sugars. So, so I bet you, you any of the kids would choose so that. So if you like candy, <laughs> it might be real tasty. I don't know. Okay. Stuffed milts, on the other hand, is an old Jewish recipe made out of cow spleen. Hmm. This was made for people to eat. We... We thought it appropriate because Jesus and the crowd were all Jewish, and you, they probably would have groaned at some point when their moms made them milts for supper, and they're like, oh, milts again? Okay, if yeah. I have to. So cow spleen for dinner, they would have complained, perhaps. But this option, 100% edible, for sure, positively, you could eat it without dying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, is it 100% edible? Uh -huh. Also, I'm so tempted. John, John, your mom is in the audience, and I want to I want to ask what you winced at what that she prepared. Well, for that's dinner. not a fair question <laughs> right now. My mom's not in the audience. Um, yeah. So I also have to confess, I don't even know what the spleen does. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that might be a kidney. <laughs> It's an internal organ, okay? <laughs> um, either way, it's a really tough choice, both in thought and probably in spleen-like texture. Yeah, well, is, are you saying you would pick the pig food? Yeah, I would 100% eat the sugary pig beans. Okay, friends, you got 20 seconds. Huddle up, answer the question, discuss to yourselves. I mean, discuss among yourselves, <laughs> not discuss yourselves. And... Uh, Pick your option. Would you pick the pig food or the stuffed milts? I'm just saying that pig looks way happier. I don't know. <laughs> Might get sick. It basic I bet you they both taste like beef jerky. Okay, <laughs> you got five seconds. Hurry. Three... Two, one. Okay, I love, I love the Would You Rather game because it makes everybody squirm a little bit and have a very robust discussion about something very, very important. Uh, Super important. <laughs> okay, I La would. Last night we had you talk about your relationship with God, and today, <laughs> cow spleen. <laughs> okay, I would for sure eat the cow spleen uh, because. I just, I just don't think pig food would be that good. Uh, how about you said... I would eat the pigs for sure. Not the pigs. No. I'd eat the pigs' food. We ate, I mean, we ate the pigs I, tonight. We had ham tonight. I also like bacon. So yeah, like, okay. So you would eat the pig food? Yes. Okay. Uh, put your hand up if you would eat the pig food. Put your hand up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. These are my people. Okay. All of you are wrong, but that's Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, put your other hand up. I mean, if you would choose the cow spleen. These oh, are the same people yeah. that eat liver and onions for fun. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. 
Okay. okay. Well, you we, are my people, I guess. Can we, we get back to the story now? We should get back to the story. <laughs> okay. Um, so the son was so hungry that he would eat, not the milts, he ate that earlier, uh, he would eat the, the, the pig food. Well, mm-hmm. he would look at it and say, that, oh, that looks pretty good. But he didn't take any of it because he didn't want to get fired, and no one gave him any food. So he was super hungry. Okay, so finally he came to his senses after, you know, staring at those leathery brown pods for a while. And Mm. he thought to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me in as a hired servant. So that's what the son did. And if I were that son, I would have gone home. And on my way home, I would have walked and thought, I better practice my apology. And I would have practiced it over. In fact, I think I, think I might have done that once or twice, walking home practicing my apology. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe you can relate to that too. But I've for sure done that. I don't know. Oh, How yeah. about you? Oh, I dented the garage door once, and I apologized like 12 years later as an adult. (laughs) Practicing your apology. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I was like, I'm so sorry it was me. I pushed my skateboard into the door. (laughs) So, uh, Yeah, I've I've definitely been there before. We're really lucky my parents aren't in the crowd tonight. Um, Okay, so what is remarkable is that the father of the son who was gone and starving and then who is returning, he, the father sees the son from so long away. He then runs to him, he throws his arms around him, and he welcomes him home. Now, the son couldn't even finish his apology as he had practiced, because the father was already celebrating. He was so happy to see his son. And he started this big party with a great feast, and everybody was coming, and And the man's son had returned. He was just thrilled about it all. Meanwhile, okay, there's an older brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have older, we both have older brothers. Yes. So, my older brothers are not like this guy, though. (laughs) I don't mind. I'm not going to throw my older brother (laughs) under the bus. My older brother's not here, so maybe he is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Meanwhile, the older brother. Uh, he was in the field still working, and when he returned home, hearing, you know, the music, the dancing, and all of the people celebrating, he learned um, from the servants what was going on. And the older brother was angry, and he wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years, I've slaved for you, and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to And all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet, when your son comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father then said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. Okay, question. All right, here's a question. This is a figurative question you can think about. Who was more distant from the father, the older brother or 
the younger brother? Hmm. It's a good question. Are you asking me? Ah, sure. Oh. Hmm. I feel like we need Jeopardy music. <laughs> well, what's your, what's your answer? What's your thought? Um, I think, okay, so, well, I always, considering last night's uh, lesson, yep. uh, I think you're trying to trick me. This is a trick question. It totally is a trick question. <laughs> um, but I would say that we see both sons as distant from their father. Just, it looks different. Hmm. It does. I think, you're, I think you're right. One openly rebelled and, had, and it did some really awful things. And the other was physically close to his father, but didn't have a very close relationship. Didn't really understand the father's heart all that well. He served his father faithfully out of duty, not realizing that it was his father's intent to actually just bless his sons. Mm-hmm. And the, the father even said to the older brother, everything I have is yours. That's a, that's a big statement. That's a huge statement. So remember, so remember the audience Jesus is speaking to, right? Now, he's telling the story to an audience. And if we forget the audience, then we kind of miss out on a little bit of this message. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were the religious leaders mm-hmm. and teachers, tax collectors, Ooh. and other sinners. <laughs> They didn't okay. like the tax collectors. No, they, nobody, <laughs> boo, tax collectors. <laughs> um, okay. The sinners, so the reason Jesus would talk in parables is to relate, so the people that he was talking to could relate to the story. And so we would see the sinners would be able to relate to the younger son. Yeah, and the religious leaders, they would have, they would have saw their story in the older brother and been able to relate to him. So, we see two sons, both lost. One is openly rebelling against his father, taking his inter- inheritance and, and squandering it. And the other's fulfilling his duty. He's there, he's working, but he's missing out on all of the blessing that a close relationship with his father would give him. Now, neither one had it figured out. And from how Jesus tells this story, the father's quite grieved by both sons. He actually goes to both sons. He physically goes to both sons. As one son returns, he runs out to meet him, and everyone celebrates. But then he goes to the other son and begs him to come and celebrate and reminds him that everything that he has as the father belongs to him as the son. Okay, so we, we put a question on a shelf earlier, mm-hmm. a proverbial shelf. Yep. Um, I took it off. <laughs> perfect. So we have to ask, um, what kind of father would give his son the inheritance early, knowing that it wasn't going to go well? I mean, he, the son was rude. He was disrespectful, uh, not to mention really bold. Uh, I can only imagine the words of my father going on and it doesn't sound anything like sure take the money (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to give that to you yeah you're making good life choices right now you've made some horrible decisions here you go (laughs) yeah um so that's a no yeah that's That's a a hard no yeah you know in this story jesus uses the father to represent god and how the people should relate to him so what i see in this story is a father who isn't concerned about his status or, or his wealth mm-hmm. or even how his, or, or respect, or in this case, being disrespected. 
He just longs to be in a good relationship with his son. Hmm. I like that. I, I, the picture or the understanding that God is concerned about how we relate to him. You know, God gives us the space to choose him. It's, it's not saying, well, you have to stay here. Otherwise, I'm not going to give you these blessings. Right. Right? Like the father could have. But it's the space to choose that relationship with God. So I guess the lesson for today is simply this. Who are you in this story? Are you bitter and angry like the older son? Or are you, you know, wild and reckless like the youngest? Growth tip time. Growth tip time. That was a great question, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was a great jingle, by the way. <laughs> Is it? Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, for those of you who are joining us here for the Bible Story Podcast live, a growth tip is something that we share every single week, and it is a way to help you grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's something usually very tangible that you can do together or as an individual, so get Mm -hmm. ready. So today, we want you to gather, much like you are, uh, with family, friends. Wow, family camp, what a great place to have this growth tip. Mm -hmm. It's like we planned it. (laughs) Um, So gather with friends and family and discuss your relationship with God. Tell each other how you and God are doing. Okay, so two things. Parents, kids, friends, you got to be honest. Mm -hmm. You got to be honest. You got to be vulnerable. You got to go to those places. And guess what? You can't judge anyone either. You got to leave that at home. Uh, mm-hmm. so there's a joke that I often say. Um, I'll say to Braden, you're like, hey, Braden, I won't judge you, but I might criticize you later. And then he's like, that's the same thing. So no judgment. Yeah. Just honesty. Be vulnerable. And uh, you're going to show others, particularly your kids, that it's actually really safe to open up and, and be, be vulnerable with, with each other. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, vulnerability as we read through that story is one of the things that both sons were missing in their relationship with their dad. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe a discussion or a question posed by the dad or the sons would have helped alleviate some of that, you know, some of the stress or some of the distance between them. <clears throat> so, Often, vulnerability for us is, is that thing that we can all grow with in our relationship with God. Yeah. Not only being vulnerable to others, but being vulnerable with God. So we're going to go around the circle pretty soon, and we're going to be vulnerable. Let each other know how you, are, you and God are doing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, so... It has been so much fun to share this story with you guys and to publicly sweat in front of you like I am right now. It's hot in here. I think uh, it's hot for you. I'm really comfortable right now. I'm perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. The wind is coming this way. I disagree. Uh, okay, so each Monday, as we've said before, a new episode of the Bible Story Podcast is released. So please, if you have enjoyed listening live, uh, 
check us out elsewhere, share this on social media, let your friends and family know. Uh, It really helps us get God's word out to as many people as possible. Yeah, and if you've been driving, thanks for staying focused. Uh, We love you guys. We're praying for you. Remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. And to do that, to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ, we need to be vulnerable with God. So we will chat with all of you next week. Take care.